Matthew Henry's Commentary on the Entire Bible Exodus 27 In this chapter directions are given, 1. Concerning the brazen altar for burnt offerings, verses 1-8. to 2. Concerning the court of the tabernacle, with the hangings of it, verses 9-19. to 19. 3. Concerning oil for the lamp, verses 20 and 21. The tabernacle and its furniture, 1491 B.C. 1. And thou shalt make an altar of shittim wood, five cubits long, and five cubits broad, the altar shall be four square, and the height thereof shall be three cubits. 2. And thou shalt make the horns of it upon the four corners thereof, his horns shall be of the same, and thou shalt overlay it with brass. 3. And thou shalt make his pans to receive his ashes, and his shovels, and his basins, and his flesh hooks, and his fire pans, all the vessels thereof thou shalt make of brass. 4. And thou shalt make for it a grate of network of brass, and upon the net shalt thou make four brassen rings in the four corners thereof. 5. And thou shalt put it under the compass of the altar beneath, that the net may be even to the midst of the altar. 6. And thou shalt make staves for the altar, staves of shit and wood, and overlay them with brass. 7. And the staves shall be put into the rings, and the staves shall be upon the two sides of the altar to bear it. 8. Hollow with boards shalt thou make it, as it was showed thee in the mount, so shall they make it. As God intended in the tabernacle to manifest his presence among his people, so there they were to pay their devotions to him, not in the tabernacle itself, into that only the priests entered as God's domestic servants, but in the court before the tabernacle, where, as common subjects, they attended. There an altar was ordered to be set up, to which they must bring their sacrifices, and on which their priests must offer them to God, and this altar was to sanctify their gifts. Here they were to present their services to God, as from the mercy seat he gave his oracles to them, and thus a communion was settled between God and Israel. Moses is here directed about, 1. The dimensions of it, it was square, verse 1. 2. The horns of it, verse 2, which were for ornament and for use, the sacrifices were bound with cords to the horns of the altar, and to them malefactors fled for refuge. 3. The materials, it was of wood overlaid with brass, verses 1 and 2. 4. The appurtenances of it, verse 3, which were all of brass. 5. The grate, which was let into the hollow of the altar, about the middle of it, in which the fire was kept, and the sacrifice burnt, it was made of network like a sieve, and hung hollow, that the fire might burn the better, and that the ashes might fall through into the hollow of the altar, verses 4 and 5. 6. The staves with which it must be carried, verses 6 and 7. And, lastly, he is referred to the pattern shown him, verse 8. Now this brazen altar was a type of Christ dying to make atonement for our sins, the wood would have been consumed by the fire from heaven if it had not been secured by the brass, nor could the human nature, nature of Christ have borne the wrath of God if it had not been supported by a divine power. Christ sanctified himself for his church, as their altar, John 17 verse 19, and by his mediation sanctifies the daily services of his people, who have also a right to eat of this altar, Hebrews 13 verse 10, for they serve at it as spiritual priests. To the horns of this altar poor sinners fly for refuge when justice pursues them, and they are safe in virtue of the sacrifice there offered. 9. And thou shalt make the court of the tabernacle. For the south side southward there shall be hangings for the court of fine twine linen of an hundred cubits long for one side, 
ten and the twenty pillars thereof, and their twenty sockets shall be of brass, the hooks of the pillars, and their fillets shall be of silver. Eleven and likewise for the north side in length there shall be hangings of an hundred cubits long, and his twenty pillars, and their twenty sockets of brass, the hooks of the pillars, and their fillets of silver. Twelve and for the breadth of the court on the west side shall be hangings of fifty cubits, their pillars ten, and their sockets ten. Thirteen and the breadth of the court on the east side eastward shall be fifty cubits. Fourteen the hangings of one side of the gate shall be fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. Fifteen and on the other side shall be hangings fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. Sixteen and for the gate of the court shall be an hanging of twenty cubits, of blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen, wrought with needlework, and their pillars shall be four, and their sockets four. Seventeen all the pillars round about the court shall be filleted with silver, their, their hooks shall be of silver, and their sockets of brass. Eighteen the length of the court shall be an hundred cubits, and the breadth fifty everywhere, and the height five cubits of fine twine linen, and their sockets of brass. Nineteen all the vessels of the tabernacle and all the service thereof, and all the pins thereof, and all the pins of the court, shall be of brass. Before the tabernacle there was to be a court or yard, enclosed with hangings of the finest linen that was used for tents. This court, according to the common computation of cubits, was fifty yards long and twenty-five broad. Pillars were set up at convenient distances, in sockets of brass, the pillars filleted with silver, and silver tenter hooks in them, on which the linen hangings were fastened, the hanging which served for the gate was finer than the rest, verse 16. This court was a type of the church, enclosed and distinguished from the rest of the world, the enclosure supported by pillars, denoting the stability of the church, hung with the clean linen, which is said to be the righteousness of saints, Revelation 19 verse 8. These were the courts David longed for and coveted to reside in, Psalm 84 verses 2 and 10, and into which the people of God entered with praise and thanksgiving, Psalm 100 verse 4, yet this court would contain but a few worshippers. Thanks be to God now, under the gospel, the enclosure is taken down. God's will is that men pray everywhere, and there is room for all that in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ. 20 And thou shalt command the children of Israel, that they bring thee pure oil olive beaten for the light, to cause the lamp to burn always. 21 In the tabernacle of the congregation without the veil, which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall order it from evening to morning before the Lord, it shall be a statute forever unto their generations on the behalf of the children of Israel. We read of the candlestick in the 25th chapter, here is an order given for the keeping of the lamps constantly burning in it, else it was useless, in every candlestick there should be a burning and shining light, candlesticks without candles are as wells without water or as clouds without rain. Now, 1. The people were to provide the oil, from them the Lord's ministers must have their maintenance. Or, rather, the pure oil signified the gifts and graces of the Spirit, which are communicated to all believers from Christ the good olive, of whose fullness we receive, Zechariah 4 verses 11 and 12, and without which our light cannot shine before men. 2. The priests were to light the lamps, and to tend them, it was part of their daily service to cause the lamp to burn always, night and day, thus it is the work of ministers, by the preaching and expounding of the scriptures, which are as a lamp, to enlighten the church, God's tabernacle upon the earth, and to direct the spiritual priests in his service.
This is to be a statute forever, that the lamps of the word be lighted as duly as the incense of prayer and praise is offered.